RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodgart. Tonight's headlines. The government proposes a pay hike of 2.5% for all civil servants. Chief Executive John Lee says any changes to quarantine requirements for incoming travellers must strike a balance with the pandemic. And the Centre for Health Protection reports 2,268 new COVID cases. The government has proposed a pay hike of 2.5% for all civil servants. A pay trend survey earlier recommended a 2.04% hike for junior staff, a 4.55% rise for middle-ranking workers and a 7.26% increase for senior employees. Pay for the civil service has been frozen for the past two years. Secretary for the Civil Service Ingrid Young says the decision was made after various factors had been taken into consideration. The pay trend indicators, the net indicators, has never been the sole consideration in civil service pay adjustment. It is only one of the six factors that we should take into account. Whether staff morale will be, will be affected, I hope civil service colleagues, and I do trust civil service colleagues, will understand the rationale behind. The Centre for Health Protection has reported 2,268 new COVID cases, of which 183 were imported. Health officials also say there's been an, an increase in Omicron subvariant cases. They say there are 10 new suspected cases involving BA2121 and 8 cases involving BA4 or BA5, and urged people to be cautious because they are more transmissible. transmissible. Meanwhile, six more schools are to, to suspend certain classes after infections were reported. Dr Chang Shuk Wan from the Centre for Health Protection says she believes requiring students and teachers to take daily rapid tests is effective. I think the daily rapid tests among all the students and teachers has helped to prevent them from entering the school. So even though some uh, school classes, they have uh, a few cases, they have not entered the school. But there may be some transmission among individual classes because of the high transmissibility of Omicron. So we will suggest to continue the present practice and uh, suspend um, class suspension for individual classes. Chief Executive John Lee says the government is reviewing quarantine requirements for incoming travellers, but stressed that such a move has to strike a balance between infection control and people's convenience. Officials are considering shortening the requirements to five days of hotel quarantine and two days of home isolation. Here's Timmy Sung. Speaking before his first meeting with the Executive Council as Chief Executive, John Lee said he has asked Health Chief Lo Chong Mao to review the city's anti-pandemic measures. I have already asked the Secretary for Health to look at the evidence and statistics to see how we can while on the one hand contain the spread of the pandemic and at the same time reduce the inconvenience to travellers. One of the areas that he's looking at is uh, how the duration of quarantine should be handled. So I am giving him time to look at the statistics so that he will formulate some options for me to consider. Currently, arrivals spend seven days in hotel quarantine and seven days under medical surveillance at home. The chief executive also says PCR testing plays an important role in Hong Kong's COVID fight. One of the important measures is to make good use of the PCR test so that we can be certain that we will be able to identify those who are infected early, 
separate them so that they will not be spreading the virus to other people. Mr. Lee stressed the need to keep the pandemic under control here in Hong Kong. The Kowloon City Court has handed a one-year jail term to a man who knew he was infected with COVID but still dined in at restaurants and used public transport in February. Magistrate Francis Lung said Lam Hin Young's behaviour was despicable when the whole of society was fighting the pandemic, adding that he'd caused others to worry by announcing his whereabouts online. And now the weather. It will be mainly cloudy with occasional showers and thunderstorms. Temperatures will range between 27 and 30 degrees. Moderate to fresh southwesterly winds. The outlook, occasional showers and thunderstorms on Thursday. The weather will improve gradually in the latter part of this week. It will be hot apart from isolated showers over the weekend. The current temperature at the observatory is 29 degrees Celsius with humidity of 84%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Police say the High Court received a parcel containing unknown powder this afternoon. Officers from the Explosive Ordnance Disposal Bureau arrived to handle it and investigations are ongoing. No one has been arrested so far. The chief executive says he will be pragmatic in handling the city's housing shortage. John Lee says he'll be honest with the public if the government encounters any problems when tackling the issue. Maggie Ho has more. With the average wage for public housing now exceeding six years and some people can't afford to buy a private flat, John Lee stressed the need for pragmatism in resolving the housing problem in remarks made before the executive council meeting. I am pragmatic. I'm not a chief executive who only shouts slogans. I will honestly tell everyone where the problem lies. It's because we should let people know if there are problems, but the government should face them squarely and try to solve them and let people know about the solution. I think it is the right attitude to solve a problem. In his election platform, Mr Lee said task forces would be set up to handle the long queue for public housing and to speed up land supply to build homes. He's also said he wants to reduce the average queuing time for a public flat now at 6.1 years or at least not allow the situation to deteriorate. The deputy chairman of LegCo's housing panel, Leung Man Kwong, described the chief executive's housing strategy as safe. The lawmaker told an RTHK program that it would take a lot of efforts to reduce the public housing queue during Mr. Lee's five-year term, and keeping the waiting time at the current level is more feasible. If we can really keep the waiting time at 6.1 years and not let it increase further, at least in the coming two to three years, there's a chance we can reduce the waiting time later. I don't think we can let the situation deteriorate. We all understand that to save a person, we first need to stop the bleeding. If we don't act to stop the increase in waiting times, it will be very difficult to catch up later. Therefore, I think it's a safe approach. Mr Leung said people will find out if the CE can come up with something new when he delivers a report on housing a hundred days after taking office. The lawmaker also says he hopes to see various government departments enhance coordination to shorten the time needed to build public housing in order to increase supply, for example by making use of brownfield and greenbelt sites and streamlining procedures. 
The Chief Executive has written to LegCo asking councillors to focus on several policy areas in his question and answer session tomorrow. These include how the government will follow up on President Xi Jinping's speech on Hong Kong last week, anti-COVID efforts, housing, telling a good Hong Kong story and promoting the SAR internationally. In a follow-up letter to the legislature, the government added that lawmakers are welcome to ask questions on any policy area. Andrew Lung is the LegCo president. Its focus on this area doesn't mean that it's limited to these areas. Secondly, if members ask questions outside those focus area, normally, as the president, I will allow them to ask those questions. And CE, as I would guess, would also gladly answer those questions. And back to our stop, top story on civil service pay rises. Feng Chen Chung, chairman of the Hong Kong Civil Servants General Union, says the pay hike proposal seriously deviates from the findings of the pay trend survey. Unionist lawmaker Lam Chun Singh of the Federation of Hong Kong and Kowloon Labour Unions called it a de facto pay cut as the proposed increase lags behind inflation. Another unionist lawmaker, Kwok Wai Kung of the Federation of Trade Unions, says while a 2.5% increase may come as a disappointment for some civil servants, it's better than having a pay freeze for a third year in a row. Senior manager of Randstad Hong Kong recruitment agency Andre Springett says the proposed increase is generally in line with the private sector. What we're seeing on the market are yearly pay rises of 1 to 10-12%. So I would say it's definitely on the lower side, but comparing it to hospitality, retail, property, it's definitely in line. But if it's comparing it to banking or technology sectors, it may be a little less than competitive. So I'd say it's on the lower side, but I wouldn't say it's very, very low. Customs seized over $75 million worth of illicit cigarettes and alternative smoking products last month. 88 people were arrested aged between 17 and 83. Tobacco smuggling cases were also 20% up on the year at just over 240. Divisional Commander Joanne Chung says the increase is linked to more economic activity. We believe the increase by 20% in the cases detected is because of the resumption of normal operation of the logistics industry. And with the ease of the social distancing measures, we believe that more people tend to involve in the daily activities. The government is suggesting broadening a ban on feeding wild animals to cover the whole of Hong Kong and introducing tougher penalties for offenders. As Natalie Ching tells us, that's aimed at dealing more effectively with boars causing nuisance in urban areas. In a paper submitted to the LegCo, the Environmental and Ecology Bureau says the feeding of wild boars has become the main cause of nuisance in recent years, adding that there is a need to amend the Wild Animals Protection Ordinance to raise public awareness and increase the deterrent effect. Currently, the ordinance only prohibits the feeding of monkeys and other wild animals at specified places, such as country parks. The Bureau said it had considered expanding the prohibition to cover what it said are feeding black spots, but eventually decided on a universal ban. The Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department is expected to require more resources for enforcement work, alongside more manpower and resources for wild pig management.
to tackle repeat offenders or illegal feeding of a serious nature and magnitude, authorities are proposing to raise the maximum penalty for the crime to a $100,000 fine and one year in jail, up from the current $10,000 fine. They are also hoping to introduce a fixed penalty of $5,000 for offenders, which is higher than the current fixed penalty for contamination of public places. Lechko's Environmental Affairs Panel is expected to discuss the new measures at a meeting next Monday. Vice Premier Liu He is said to have had a constructive exchange over macroeconomies and global supply chains in a video call with U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Here's Priscilla Ung. According to Xinhua News Agency, the two sides had a pragmatic and candid exchange of views on topics such as the macroeconomic situation and the stability of the global industrial and supply chains. The Chinese side expressed its concern about issues including the lifting of additional tariffs on China and U.S. sanctions and fair treatment of Chinese enterprises. Both sides agreed to maintain dialogue. According to the Chinese statement, the two sides agree that as the world economy is facing severe challenges, it is of great significance to strengthen macro-policy communication and coordination between China and the United States. And jointly maintaining the stability of the global industrial and supply chain is in the interests of both countries and the whole world. A U.S. Independence Day parade in a suburb of Chicago ended in panic when a gunman with a high-powered rifle opened fire from a rooftop. Six people were killed and more than 30 wounded in the bloodshed in Highland Park. These people ran for safety with their children. I remember hearing shootings and going like, that's and then reloading and then again, and people screaming and running. It's just crazy, and all I thought about is just you know, getting my daughter to safety, and I ran with her. I thought that it was um, the Navy that was saluting the flag with the rifles, but then when I saw people running, I picked up my son and started running, started shooting again, and we ran behind the building, and I put my, my son in a dumpster. I went back, there was a few people shot on the ground, and there was a little boy that was in somebody's, one of the police officers' arms, and that's uh, that was the worst experience ever because, you know, all I thought about was my son. J. Robert Pritzker is the governor of Illinois. There are no words for the kind of evil that shows up at a public celebration of freedom, hides on a roof and shoots innocent people with an assault rifle. It is devastating that a celebration of America was ripped apart by our uniquely American plague. I'm furious. I'm furious that yet more innocent lives were taken by gun violence. I'm furious that this is happening in communities all across Illinois and America. While we celebrate the 4th of July just once a year, mass shootings have become our weekly, yes, weekly American tradition. Our top stories tonight, the government proposes a pay hike of 2.5% for all civil servants and Chief Executive John Lee says any changes to quarantine requirements for incoming travellers must strike a balance. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 She would never say where she came from Yesterday don't matter if it's gone While the sun is bright, 
night no one knows she comes and goes so free She'll tell you it's the only way to be She just can't be chained To a life where nothing's gained And nothing's lost At such a Musical Magical Mystery Tour, a request there for Michael, who was good enough to get in touch on the Stones version of Ruby Tuesday. Marianne Faithful, of course, did pretty well with that, as did uh, Melanie as well. So into our second hour, requests are coming in. Thank you very much indeed. Radio Peter Gmail. This one's for Davey, a song from Dolly Parton. Jolene, 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 Your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you, Jolene He talks about two in his sleep And there's nothing I can do to keep from crying 
when he calls your name Jolene. And I can easily understand how you could easily take my man, but you don't know what. 